Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 361 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her amazing transformation. Oh, man, I have been waiting for this show forever. Before we begin, know that this episode is made possible by our wonderful friends at Smarty Pants Women's Vitamins, the delicious once-a-day gummies that contain all of the essential vitamins, minerals, and omega oils customized just for women. To learn more, hop on over to smartypantsvitamins.com. Now, here's your first reminder to click on iTunes after this episode to rate and review the show because I love to hear from you. Your feedback is where it's at. Oh my gosh, I'm rhyming. Oh, cut off the, the coffee right now. Everything's going bad. <laughs> All right, it's time for her. Her, the podcast, the naked truth about women, her mind, her body, her life. It's all about her. So I have a very robust Twitter community. Um, I have a lot of people who follow me and uh, there are a lot of fitness people and people who've gone through transformations in their life at multiple levels, everything from recovery to doing what our guest today did. And I just reached out to this beautiful uh, woman whose name is Julie Backhouse. And I said, you have got to come on the Her Podcast and I want you to tell your story and let the inspiration begin for all of you out there in the Her Podcast land. I first read about Julie when we connected on Twitter and I looked at her Twitter uh, page and I almost fell off my chair when she said that uh, she had dropped over 200 pounds and was now basically um, a power lifter uh, and someone who was uh, very, very accomplished in weightlifting. And I'm just reading what she's able to do in the gym, and I just couldn't even believe it because, as most of you know, I'm a not only a triathlete, but I've, um, I've been lifting weights and doing resistance training uh, for many decades. And so I tip my hat to people, especially women who could rock and roll like this. Um, and Julie is a 56-year-old woman um, from Milton Keynes in the UK. And Julie is actually dialing in from uh, the United Kingdom across the pond. Um, and she's probably <laughs> going to say brilliant uh, many times. And I absolutely love, love, love my connections in the UK, um, an excuse to connect. Her starting weight, you know, and she'll tell the story, was 374 pounds. Her current weight is 164 pounds, and she's five foot eight. Now, she's 56 years old. I want you to listen up. 50, hello, 56 years old, not 26, 56. And she ran her first marathon um, last year. And she's planning on running the London Marathon this year. And uh, all I can tell you is that she's amazing. And I'm just going to shut the heck up and introduce her. Julie, welcome to the Her Podcast. Welcome aboard, girlfriend. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Pam. It's lo 
so wonderful to be here. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So you're a landscape gardener. Thank God you can stay out there yeah. and you can, you know, uh, stay physically active. But I want you to take us back in time. And you said your fitness journey began in 2017. But I want to understand what happened before then. You, you'd you gotten ill for a couple of years, piled on weight. Tell us what happened because women are all about stories. Stories are powerful. So I want to go further back. You know, when you were a kid and a young adult, mm -hmm. were you average weighted? Yes, I was. I was, uh, I was quite well built, but I wouldn't have called myself fat back in those days. No. <laughs> Okay, fine. And then now we're coursing into your 30s and 40s. Um, what was going on with your weight then? Um, it, it was okay for a while. Um, I'd, I'd had some issues. I lost my first husband and I was uh, struggling quite a lot. But, you know, keeping going, keeping moving forward. Um, and then I met my second husband and uh, we got married and everything was just absolutely wonderful. Um, he's a great cook. So I started putting on some weight with that. And then I got um, unwell with cancer and gallbladder disease. Okay, so, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Okay. You you mm -hmm. you became ill with, yeah. you said cancer? Uh -huh. Yeah, I had skin cancer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it was melanoma. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. I see. So yeah. how old were you when this took place? Um, I was uh, 45, yes. 45 yeah. years old. So that was uh -huh. 11 years ago. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then you were treated for the melanoma. Absolutely, yeah. Very successful. Um, the recovery was hard because they had to um, remove an awful lot from my scalp. And from my head when they removed the tumour. Uh, recovering from that was very difficult because I, I have a big hole in my head. Um, and as a woman, losing your hair is, is so difficult because you had to shave my head. Um, and, and it was a challenge to recover from that. I used to have lovely long hair, uh, but then I had to uh, go to a much shorter style. <laughs> but I got used to it. I love it now. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. And, and then what was going on with your weight around this period of time? Uh, I was piling on the pounds. Um, I was eating. I was just eating as much as I could. And I think it was comfort eating, I guess. You know, I didn't really want to admit that I was getting fatter. So I just bought bigger clothes and cut the labels out. Uh, kept looking at myself occasionally in the mirror and go, yeah, yeah, you look fine. You're fine. You're fine. And that you just kid yourself. Um, pretending that everything is fine, I guess. I, I, I was concentrating on getting well, I think. <laughs> okay. And so you you uh, tipped the scales at 374. Yeah. Um, was that in 2016? Um, I think in 2016 I was heavier um, because we were uh, – I, I refused to weigh myself. You know, I threw the scales out. I really didn't want to know. Um, we were going on um, a holiday. Uh, to Greece in 2016 and I think I'd lost some weight before then but again kidded myself that I was fine. May so I ask them, you a question? Mm -hmm, sure. Okay in your family mom dad brothers sisters grandparents whatever was there a history of any of those people being um, obese pretty large? Only, only my sister 
yeah, just my sister. Everybody else um, has always been really super fit. Um, apart from my mum, all my family are very tall, very healthy, very robust people. Um, but um, my sister, she has had health issues, unfortunately, yeah. And and she's she got almost as large as you or what? I would say bigger, yeah. Okay, so... I, I want everyone out there on the Herb podcast land to know the following, and and this is science. Um, and I interrupt because mm. I, I'm sure people are out there going, "What? Wait a minute!" I mean, there's gaining weight, then there's gaining weight, and and you know, you were really, you know, uh, mm. you, you put on an enormous amount of mm. weight. Now, that being said, mm. what normally happens is. When people are upset and, you know, they're comfort eating and all this stuff's going on and back and forth, you know, people may put on, you know, uh, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, maybe even 50 pounds. But to, to put on the amount of weight you did means that there is no question in my scientific mind as an expert in the field that you had a genetic predisposition toward um, uh, super obesity. And, and that runs in families, which is why I asked, and I knew nothing about your family. And there you are with your sister. And I guarantee you that that obesity gene um, was, was passed down, you know, through, um, you know, all of your other ancestors, somewhere along the line, if you just sort of dug around a little bit, you'd probably find other people who are quite large. Um, and so that's why it was so easy for you to put on that level of, of weight, right? Yeah, May I ask you another, can I ask yeah. you another question? So yeah. during this time, what was your husband doing when you were gaining all this weight? Um, he's just the most wonderful man. He, he always tells me I'm beautiful. Um, and the fact that I was putting on this massive amount of weight, he, he never spoke about it. You know, we were concentrating on me getting better, um, you know, making sure I was well. And he, he's just amazing. He never said anything, nothing at all. <laughs> okay. So, you know, because a lot of spouses or, or partners, whomever, um, you know, may lay a trip on you and, and, you know, do that whole thing. All right. So now we're at 2016 and, and you're roughly around whatever, 370 something. All right. So take us through the entire decision-making that took place when you, what was the eye-opening epiphany moment when you said, uh-uh, this is no longer working for me? Yeah, um, I saw a photograph from the holiday that we'd had in Greece um, in 2016. Uh, normally, I avoid the camera completely because, you know, I don't want to see my photograph. Um, but I happened to see it by accident and I didn't recognize the person in the photo. I was, um, yeah, it hit me. It really hit me when I looked at it and I broke down and cried. Huh. It was, yeah, it so, was so, so. What went through your mind when you saw the pictures? Um, how could I do this? How could I do this to myself? It's, and I thought, my God, woman, you look ugly. What that? What have you done? What have you done? 
And I, I really hated myself, I'll be honest with you, um, which is ridiculous, but I did. And I just sat and cried for two, three hours, I think, yeah. Huh. So you sat and cried yep. and you went through a phase of hating yourself. Yes. Um, there was a phase of almost a disbelief, like how, what, like you woke up. Yes. Uh, how did I end up here? Yeah. You know, I wasn't like this before. Yeah. What's going on? We're mm -hmm. going to also take a compassionate moment, everyone. You lost your husband, your first husband. Yeah. Yeah. You get diagnosed with melanoma, which is a serious skin cancer. You go yeah. through surgery, which, you know, basically opens up your scalp um because because the melanoma very classically it's a very classic place for it to appear um and it's a sneaky place uh, for it to appear but you have to you know your beautiful hair all of this stuff yeah. and it's it's no wonder that you felt the way you did i think there was like an a, a cumulative kind of thing and you're also at the same time going through perimenopause Yes. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, during that time, all heck's breaking out with your own body, your, your menstrual cycles uh, starting to get a little funkadelic. You may have hot flashes. Other things are going on. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just trying to lay down some context for all of this. Okay. Now you, you cried yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you felt terrible. Then what happened? Um, I went and spoke to a wonderful friend that I was working with at the time and I I opened up to her. Um, I'm not quite sure how we started the conversation, but I opened up to her and I said, you know, I really need to deal with this. I really, but I don't know where to start. And she so kindly suggested uh, that I look at what I'm eating and be honest about it. And then she also suggested that we uh, start running and to run a charity race uh, for cancer research, uh, just a small race. Um, and I think in her way, she wanted to stop me from feeling sorry for myself and start dealing with it. Um, and she was right. She was absolutely right. And so this was a 5K to raise money for cancer research. And yeah, you, 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 you shared with me that you struggled so much initially. What was that like? I would only run at night um, along the um, pathways of where I live, keep to the dark, which is madness, but I did. Um, I would wear long baggy everything to hide myself. Um, and I was so so embarrassed that as this big woman I was um, exercising um, you know I felt how, how dare I exercise I shouldn't be here I shouldn't be doing this I should be staying at home I felt yeah I felt really bad initially very embarrassed uh -huh. and, and you, you you may not feel like you belong there yeah, correct right yes. it's like yes. what am I doing yes. here um yeah and this is absurd and I don't even know how to run and all these crazy things were going through your mind. But then you said it got easier as you lost weight. How did you lose the weight? How? Um, I, I started on a very old um, Weight Watchers um, eating plan from the 80s. 
Um, it, it's a, a portion control and you eat protein, carbs in small amounts. Um, I'd done it quite some time ago, um, uh, how many diets we've all been on over the years. Uh, and it, it seemed to fit in with my lifestyle. So I decided, I told my husband, this is what we're going to do from now on. Um, and we made a, an eating plan and we stuck to it. And we started uh, slowly losing weight. Uh, it was a struggle. <laughs> but, you know, you do get used to these things. Yeah. Oh, amazing. And so this was an old fashioned Weight Watchers <laughs> yeah. from the 80s. <laughs> Hell, half the people that who are listening good. weren't even born yet. Um, <laughs> no. and, and so, you, you know something? This is a very valuable piece of the story. Whatever works so long as it's healthy. You know, yes. like starving yeah. yourself or something is absurd, but um, yeah. whatever works. And there's like this yeah. whole, you know, uh, panorama, a whole mm. array of ways to be able to do this. You could have been, you know, mm. vegetarian, flexitarian. You could have been all kinds of things, but you chose that and you stuck with it. And your hubby was right on board yeah. with this, right? Oh, every step of the way. He's probably lost about the same amount of weight as I have, actually. Yeah. Oh, so he's he heavy also. Oh, he's been a big, big man for many, many, many years. Yeah. But he only decided to do this to support me. This is how amazing he is. Yeah. Does, yeah. He, does he have a brother? I'm just asking. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we need more men he's like that. Um, <laughs> no, he's, yeah, he's got two brothers. Yeah, yeah, that's so them. funny. Just, you know, I, I also have to, I also have to digress. It's so interesting. When a man <laughs> is obese, we call them big. When a woman's obese, we, we call her obese. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Just, okay, that was a little moment. I had a, I had a moment. Okay, and I just had to share. All right. So now, now we, t you've been dropping weight. You started around two, 2016. And you were, you know, really sticking with that Weight Watchers program, doing your thing, right? And you were doing some aerobic, like walking and things like yes. that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then yeah. in 2019, you said mm -hmm. your weight weight loss plateaued. Now, how much had you dropped yes. by 2019? Gosh, um, I'd uh, gone down from uh, 26 stone 10 to, I think I was about 15 stone at this point. Okay. What's so, the, what, uh, yeah. so a stone? Oh, um, yeah. A stone is 14 pounds. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so got my I'm, calculator here. Sorry. I'm just working it. <laughs> Um, and yeah. so, so you were, so I've lost a lot. Yeah. So you were at how many pounds, pounds, not stone in 2019. Uh, cracky. Uh, so it's 15 times 14. Oh, <laughs> Jesus God. You're going to make me I do this, right? I am. I'm going to make Okay. I'm going to get the damn thing out here. And I we've know, got the 15. Me Meanwhile, all my people out there are listening and they're going, yeah. Hey, they I've already know. done it. They'll know. <laughs> I know, man, I've already done it. Yes. So get out of here. So yep. 15 <laughs> times 14 equals 210 pounds. So wow. you were yes. already down like a boatload of weight from 374 to 210. Whoo. Mm. All right, That's girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah. then what did you decide to do then that you had not done before to kind of get yourself off the plateau? Um, did a bit of research and they... 
it seemed as though joining a gym was um, the consensus of opinion for all the research that I've done. Um, so I decided to join the local gym, a, a small a small private gym. Um, I met up with um, a young lad who, who was a bodybuilder and um, he said that he would train me. I assumed we would be doing more cardio. So when I first started with him, he put me straight on all the weight machines and uh, no cardio. Um, and he said, this is the way to go, lifting weights. And he said, I promise you, this, this is the thing that will help you. You will get strong and you will get lean and you will lose more weight. And he said, trust me. So I decided to trust him. And he was right. Um, started weight training. It was a little bit difficult initially. But as soon as you get over the, the embarrassment, because um, obviously I was still quite big, you know, get used to the people in the gym who were amazing people, lots of support. I, I was bitten by the weight lifting bug. Fantastic. And so now I bet you said you took to it, you know, day one, it was like, okay, this is like the perfect, um, absolutely, um, you know, excellent shoe that just absolutely fits all the way around. Okay. Now you're lifting weights. I'll put money on it because I've lifted weights for decades um, that your body shape started changing, that you started becoming more muscular and that yeah. you actually contracted. You became smaller uh, physically in terms of size and all the rest of it. Um, and you started dropping more body fat as well. Is yes. that true? Yes, that's absolutely true. It was very, very strange. Uh, suddenly I had shoulders um, and, and I could feel my thigh muscles. It was strange, but it was wonderful. It was really good. Yeah. Okay. So when did you just, when did you find out that you were this strong? Because ladies and gentlemen out in her podcast land, oh my God, is Julie strong. Uh, when I read what she was able to deadlift and the rest of it, I almost, oh, What? What she, I mean, she could take a small house and just move it across the street. Um, it, it, I was really impressed. And so, when did you find out you were that strong? Um, well, when we first started on, on my new weightlifting uh, regime, uh, with my trainer, um, he he guessed at the weight, the starting weights that we should use, and um. As I'm doing uh, the, the exercises he showed me, which were very alien in those days, um, he's saying, no, we need to up the weights. This is too light for you. And I guess it's my gardening background, my horticultural background, because you have to be pretty strong to lift all the um, bags of compost and massive plant pots and things like that. So I guess Underneath all the extra fat, there were uh, there was a decent amount of muscle there. So he decided, no, we need to up the weights. And um, every few weeks, he would slap on another um, weight uh, plate. And it was amazing to see my weights going up and up and up. It, it was really strange. And he said, you're a hell of a lot stronger than, than you think you are both in mind and body, which I really uh, appreciated that comment. <laughs> mm. 
Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And and so you crossed over and you entered the 100s. So now we're no longer 210. And uh, when did that happen? Um, I think it happened during lockdown. Uh, we, uh, as a country, we locked down in March 2020. I was upset because obviously the gyms had to shut. Um, my wonderful husband went out and bought me a treadmill and as many weights as he could get hold of at that time because I think he could see how devastated I was. Obviously, you could still go out and run, but I, I didn't know what I was going to do as far as my lifting went. So he bought as much as uh, as much weights as he could find so I could uh, we made a, a gym a home gym he helped me with that as well um, and encouraged me to work out at home so I carried on but then you know I decided that I needed to change my diet as well so I, I stopped doing um, the Weight Watchers plan as I didn't feel as though it was fitting in with my new lifestyle and on the advice of everybody on Twitter, uh, fitness Twitter, I found keto and started with that. Wow. Okay. So you you started basically watching your carbohydrate intake much more to be able to get yourself off that plateau. I'm going to tell you out there, just kind of putting on my little expert hat again, you know, in listening to you, um, this is such an incredible story uh, that's just chock full of of lessons here, and that is you you can't expect um, the same kind of nutritional program that mm. you started on when you were quite heavy um, to carry you through you know over two hundred ten pounds of weight reduction. Um, that's just not going to happen. You you have to change dynamically with your other changes taking place in your life, which is you're dropping a huge amount of body fat. Um, you're gaining muscle, you know, uh, because you're doing the weight training appropriately. Um, and your whole body is just this moving dynamic entity. And you have to kind of reassess every now and then, like, do I need to change it up? And then you do a little homework and you figure out like, Hey, you know, maybe I'll do that. I mean, people switch off and do all kinds of very interesting things here. So, okay. So now we find out we're super um, fit uh, in terms of strength. Okay. You're ridiculously strong. Um, you know, let's just go to that place. When did you actually hit your current weight at five foot eight? You are 164 pounds, but your, your BMI is around 22.7, which is well within the healthy range. Remember, you're you're a tall woman um, and your body fat, dear God, I can't even, I think your body fat when you were 370, basically close to 400, was probably close to 50%. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I've measured yeah. it in my laboratory in my research years. And, uh, you know, you could really you know, pump it up there. So you're all the way down to 30%, which is absolutely fantastic. When did you finally hit 164? Uh, it was, I would say, just just before Christmas. Um, I, I decided not to weigh myself as often. Um, as one of the guys on Twitter said, forget about the scales. 
look at your body composition. Be you know, look look in the mirror. Don't be shy of the mirror anymore. Please look in the mirror um, and see how your clothes are fitting. Uh, do you need uh, smaller clothes? And he he said you you got to throw away the scales well I didn't throw them away I put them away because I was still quite keen on um, tracking my fitness by uh, occasionally checking the scales I think it was in November of last year I got on the scales and screamed uh, out loud because I was uh, 164 pounds which Blows my mind. Yeah, really. what, yeah. What, what do you, what do you think? What goes through your mind emotionally, otherwise, when you now see this one sixty four, where once you saw three seventy four? Mm. Um, I, I think I'm really proud of myself. Yay, women! Yeah, applause, I am. applause. <laughs> I got, I got there in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I'm really proud of myself. I've been through an awful lot. Um, I didn't take the best of care of myself, but I am now. My whole mental attitude towards myself has changed. I, I am number one. I am going to look after myself. I deserve to be 164 because I have worked incredibly hard um, because that is the only way you can achieve your dreams is to put the work in. I mean, listen up, everyone out there on the Herb Podcast land. I mean, you know, this is real and this is raw, what Julie went through. And she continues to, because there's no period at the end of the sentence. She's going to be taking care of herself and staying on top of the situation for the rest of her life. You know, and this is also life-saving, um, because, you know, you could say bye-bye to anything like a risk for diabetes heart disease. And as far as your cancer is concerned, I can tell you right now, what you just did absolutely boosted your immune function and is the best thing you could have done to be able to, you know, keep anything like that in check. So, you know, kudos to you on that front as well, but it also should give everyone out there hope. All right. What would you say to a woman who's sitting there out in the, her podcast land and say, Oh man, I could never do that. You know, I just feel so helpless, hopeless, defeated. I don't even own a mirror. I don't want to know. What would you say to her? I would say to her that she needs to think about herself, that she needs to be fit to live. She needs to be fit uh, to do things like looking after her family, going to work. She needs to put herself first. She is number one. Every lady out there is number one, and they, they have to remember that. I know it's difficult, and we all like junk food and things like that, but I think there's an old Weight Watchers saying that says, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. I'd change that. I'd put it to nothing tastes as good as being healthy feels. Yay! I love that. And healthy and fit. Absolutely. Mm, I mean, that's my yeah. little amendment to it. Healthy and fit, yeah. you know, mentally and physically. Tell me about where you are mentally right now. Um, as you, as you, you know, kind of 
see yourself today and are thinking about what you want to do in the future? Mm. I want to be a fitness instructor. I really do. I want to help other people to see um, the best in themselves. I, I want to try and drag it out of them, it, kicking and screaming if I have to. I, I would really like to pass this this feeling I have now. I want to put it in a bottle. I, I don't want to sell it. I want to give it. I want to give it to as many lovely people out there as possible. I know that's impossible. So the next best thing is to be with people physically and help them and show them the way forward. Whoa. All right. That's that's so friggin' powerful. And I love when you said, I want to give it to people. You know, yeah, you're not going to sit here yeah. and just put your hand out and go, gimme, gimme, gimme. It's, nope. it's about giving, right? Pay. Yes, it really is. So many people have given to me to, to be on my fitness journey. And I want to be able to pass that forward. Definitely. Oh, I've got a little something for you. You oh. said on Twitter that you were considering actually putting some of your videos up of your workouts. Oh, yes. oh yes. you little, there you go now. You're going, oh, I'm, but I'm so shy. Oh, the heck I you're know. shy. Come on now. We want to see what you look like crying out loud. Yeah, that that is my goal for this. Well, one of my many goals for this year is to, put a fitness video out and this is the 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 hundred club are behind me all the way and have been so supportive and are trying to push me forward just that little bit more I've only recently been able to post photographs of myself so this year it's a workout video only a little snippet you know I don't know nothing too major just a little a little fitness thing of me perhaps deadlifting or, or yeah, just do it when it really feels like it's it's going to work yeah. for you you know like in a big way but you know for everyone out there who's going the hundred club what is she talking about all right so, yeah, sorry. um the hundred club <laughs> is just absolutely totally the best and it's on twitter and you put the hundred, you know, that red hundred. Um, so if you just yeah. sort of type in, it, it comes up as a red icon. You put that um, around your name, um, one a uh, hundred on one side, a hundred on the other. And um, you could also go um, to the hundred club um, uh, Twitter and they will also, you know, inform you as to what that's all about as well. Um, and what's really cool about this you talk about a community that really wants to be there for you. Well, that's what the hundred club is because what they do is um, it's a bunch of men and women who lift weights. That's right. And we do <laughs> yeah. other things too, but um, it's yeah. just so lovely um, to be able to have that. So uh, it's men and women who lift weights and uh, it's, it was started by um, uh a bunch of guys, uh, Buddy and Even, and we've got Dookie and tons of people, Barry and Dylan, all these guys. And now we have Thora Strong. Ooh, she's scary. Oh, she's God. really good. She's amazing. Oh, my she goodness. Really I is. watch her and I go, okay, I'm just exhausted yeah. watching you. <laughs> and, she's you know, great. just amazing people who 
are all there to support one another and also are raising money for their charity, which is PTSD. And so um, we'll be hearing more about that. But, you know, you just want to kind of run on over there and, and have a little listen and a little look at everything that they're doing because it's so wonderful, you know, in Twitter. Uh, and, you know, everyone should join this um, for the for the love and support that you're going to get from all these wonderful men and women. Um, so now what's your next plan? You want to do the London marathon. Are you, are you going to kind of stay where you are, maintain where you are? What are you doing in terms of your body comp? Any, any other plans thereof? Um, I think for this year, I will uh, concentrate on the London marathon. Uh, but obviously it's, it's such a major race and, it's, it's uh, something I've always thought about doing, but never had uh, the guts to do it. So most of my training will be towards that um, initially. I will be uh, looking at upping my weights in the gym, doing as much as I can, uh, as safely as I can. I would like to perhaps lose a little bit more weight, but I don't want to be obsessive about it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm, I'm not ruled by the scales anymore. I don't worry about the scales anymore, which um, I feel like I've been set free from them. <laughs> okay. And... Um... Okay, very good. And uh, what I would recommend you do is just simply show that you can mm -hmm. take this extraordinary accomplishment yeah. and uh, maintain it and then yeah. just enhance it further, you know, with uh, consistent training. That's that's one of the most important things right now. Okay. I, I wouldn't obsess about, you know, like, are you 163 or 167? <laughs> no. You know, no, <laughs> no. Just stay consistent with your eating, with your weightlifting, with your aerobic, um, you know, and just take really good care of yourself and lead with a lot of self-compassion because you have been through a lot, man. This has been one heck of it. I mean, we're talking six years here. And and for all the happy campers out there, you know, who say, um, well, I'm just going to get this thing over with, you know, in a couple <laughs> months, whatever. No, that's not happening. Can we just adjust expectations here and just put an end to that, you know, foolishness? This is a gradual, methodical, strategic a way to be able to, you know, uh, achieve a huge transformation that is sustainable. It's sustainable. That's the thing. If you hit it, you know, if you make a change and the, and the thing, you know, slips right through your fingers and you're right back to go again. Well, wait a minute. But if you can sustain it, Julie, that's yeah. where it counts. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing accomplishment. Thank All right. You. Now tell everyone how much you can, you know, do, I mean, just say it. What okay. you, I, mean, I think you've got really strong, legs i yes, think your legs are really okay so yes. tell us about your squat and how that works okay um i'm currently up to 145 pound on full squat um deadlift i'm 189 pound uh leg press i'm currently at 220 pounds but i think i could go higher uh quite comfortably i just wanted to get the reps in 
and and I did that uh, two days ago. So that's my personal best on my leg press. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's just crazy. All right. And and the other thing is, you know, people. She went through mm. menopause during this time. <laughs> I mean, this is happened. not a twenty-two-year-old. She went through menopause. Yeah. And do you even remember going through menopause, or were you just too busy <laughs> to do it all? That, it, it actually helped me because uh, it made me very angry quite a lot. So I used the anger in the gym. And when you're angry, you can lift anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you know, you went through menopause, and you had what we call the screaming memes. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. Men out there who don't understand this, just stay away from a woman as she traverses into menopause. It's yes. just it's just all bad. Um, and it usually occurs around the age of 52. Um, yeah. So good. I'm glad you had a place to channel a lot of that funkadelic stuff as yeah. your oh, you know yeah. hormones are kind of settling in. So um, tell everyone out there um, what your Twitter handle is so people can follow you. Uh, my Twitter handle is um, uh, ladies that lift. <laughs> ladies lady that, that lift. Yes. I love it. At <laughs> lady that lifts. Lady. I, I just, yeah. okay. Yeah. At lady that lifts. Yeah. And for everyone out there who want to understand what the hundred club is, this thing is so cool. I'm totally <laughs> there. If you go to my Twitter uh, page, you'll be, you'll be able to see it in a heartbeat. You'll see my two little red hundreds there. So what you do is you, the, the handle for the club is at 100, just type in the actual numbers, 100, then club in lowercase, then 100 again. So at 100 club, 100. Okay. And you'll be able to have a little look at that feed and uh, see you know, what everything looks like over there. And Julie, you and I are in the same club and we we're are. hanging. Yeah, and so let's are. support one another yes, um, as we're doing this. I just yeah. really 56 yeah. years old. <laughs> you just, you know, bad enough. You dropped all this with 210 pounds that you can lift half a house, but you're 56. And it's just like, what? Um, I'm just blown away, and I'm sure you. you figured that part out by now. All right. Everyone out there, we have been talking to our wonderful friend across the pond in the UK, Julie Backhouse. And uh, she told an incredible story of transformation. Um, Julie, I cannot begin to thank you enough for coming on the Her Podcast and sharing your story your inspiration, and just your raw wisdom and wit. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Julie, you're amazing. Thank you. It's been wonderful. I've really enjoyed speaking to you, Dr. Pam. All right. Well, we're going to stay in touch. You better watch your feed, honey, because yes. we're going to be doing oh, yeah. a whole lot of back and forth. And everyone out there, all right, take a minute, run on over to iTunes, rate and review the show I know you got a lot of thoughts on your mind. You're like, OMG, that was just an amazing episode all the way around with Julie. And listen, I want to I read all of your feedback, rate and review. And why do I want to do this? Because I'm the host of the Herb Podcast. And I'm Dr. Pam Peek. Follow me on Facebook at Dr. Pam Peek or Twitter and Instagram at Pam Peek MD. Remember to catch every single episode of the Her Podcast on iTunes, Radio MD, or all of the major platforms. Thanks for listening today. Stay safe and stay well.